You're listening to XOXO by The Knot, a podcast exploring love in real life. I'm Whitney Little, and on the show today, you'll hear from Maxanne and Tim Little. And no, it's not a coincidence that we share the same last name. Today, we're talking to my parents. They married in Abilene, Texas on March 28, 1981. I've had the unique privilege of knowing today's guests, well, my entire life. That said, and as many of you can probably relate, I often only think of my parents exclusively as parents. Kind of like when you're in elementary school and you believe your teacher just lives in the classroom. But the truth is, my parents had entire lives before I was born, and they went through a whole journey building their lives together. So today, we're talking to them about their story, and I'll be uncovering details from their lives that I never knew about before. Listeners, meet my parents, Maxanne and Tim. This is their story. Well, and we realized when we got in the car to leave that neither one of us had eaten anything all day except for that one bite of cake that we fed each other for the picture. <laughs> so we were hungry. And then Uncle Ron had put in a bottle of champagne in the car and iced it down. And, and so, so we drank all that. On we drank all of that on the way. And so we had to eat. I mean, so our first meal was at a truck stop. It was a truck stop. I want to start with how you guys met because growing up, you told me that you met on the sidewalk, that mom, you worked at a radio station in Abilene and you were on your lunch break and dad lived in an apartment building nearby and that you just ran into each other on the sidewalk and started dating, which is not the case. Well, it's similar. But I didn't know that until I was like 20. I went my whole life thinking that was how y'all met. Well, so first of all, I was working actually for the local electric company, West Texas Utilities at the time. Dad was on the golf circuit in and out of town. And so we met one evening at a club, a dance (laughs) club. They don't have clubs in Abilene. Yeah. There was a sidewalk close to it. Yeah. <laughs> and so for family members, we had to, we changed the story up a little bit. But anyway, we danced, and it was just before Christmas. And I know that I was going home, of course, for Christmas, and he, his parents lived at the time in Brownwood. So we were both going home for the holidays. But then I think he called me and asked me to go out on New Year's Eve. And... I said yes, and we, I remember I went and bought a, a new dress, and we went to the big city of Brownwood, which is from Abilene. It's about an uh, hour, hour, hour and 15 minutes. So we went, we went there, and we were going to the country club because they were having a big New Year's Eve party, but then the country club wound up canceling their New Year's Eve party for some reason. And so we wound up going to a local club (laughs) there in Brownwood, and we were the best-dressed couple there. So that was our first date. And, Dad, what do you remember about it? I guess I didn't check to see if they were having a party. (laughs) Dad! They normally do. And, you know, I was sort of like a celebrity there. So for my golfing career, I was sort of take her back there and, you know, so impress her with people who knew me and impressed them with my new girlfriend and <laughs> just didn't work out that way. It just it weren't happening. So did you know you liked mom right off the bat? Sorta. Of, I mean Dad. 
Well, it wasn't love at first sight. I was in and out. I'd be in Florida for three or four weeks and then come back. So I guess after that night I did. But, you know, we went to a club. And I was hoping I didn't run into a whole bunch of old girlfriends in there. But <laughs> luckily we escaped those. God. So, Mom, when did you know that you loved Dad? I had just gotten out of a really bad relationship. And so I was very cautious and so forth. So I had to put him through some tests, too, to make sure he was worthy. (laughs) Dad, when did you know that you loved Mom? After I went to Florida and was away from her and came back probably the first time. And so when did you two know that you wanted to get married? After the golf tour was up in North Carolina, Pinehurst, and she was up there with me, and I barely missed it. Came back, and then I think I played in the state open and won some money there. But after that, I just decided I wasn't going to play anymore and, you know, really couldn't get married, you know, before then. I was hopping all over the place. So, you know, we sort of talked about it then. And Mom? Yes. When did you know you wanted to marry Dad? I would say, I know this is awful. I can't remember specifically. There's There wasn't like a moment that just hit me. But, I mean, I, I could, you know, after we were dating and he was, like I said, he was in and out of town a lot because of the golf circuit. And once he got here and, you know, basically settled down, I guess you want to say, and it was probably, gosh, probably almost a year, don't you think? So that's not very long. No, not really. I was probably out of town six months of that, though. Yeah. I mean, so it was, there wasn't a steady seeing of each other so much. I mean, he would call me, you know, at night or whenever, and we'd talk on the phone. But, and then when he came into town, we always saw each other. But, so you're a year in and you both realize you want to get married. So, dad, what was the proposal like? I don't really remember. I think we just sort of talked about it and said, hey, do you think we ought to get married? Yeah. It wasn't a, there was no big, like a, they do nowadays. Go to her dad and ask him, you know, Trady would slap me down anyway. She had already ran me through that ringer before. Uh, <laughs> I think I went home with her and he ran me up on top of a tree in a backhoe or something. I was about 50 <laughs> feet off the ground and. Yes, he thought if I survived that, I'd be okay. When you met Granddaddy? Yeah. What yeah. happened? He, I think they were adjusting something on maybe their uh, antenna, and he stuck me up in a bucket on top of a stick and then sent me up about 50 feet in the air. It was on a tractor. It was a lift. It was not very good. And Yeah. Was he testing you? I don't know. Is he that or trying to get rid of me? I don't know which one it was, <laughs> but I made it. But, Dad, you did that when I would bring Henry home. You would give him little tasks around the house. Do you remember? Oh, well, there you go. There. <laughs> it was like fixing must- speakers. We picked out a new TV. Oh, yeah, I oh, remember yeah. that. And one time you yep. said you wanted him to go up on the roof to hang Christmas yeah. lights, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I said no. We had to run him through there, too. <laughs> yeah. <It's> tradition. <laughs> So you <laughs> didn't ask Granddaddy if you could marry Mom because you didn't propose. Oh, I'm sure I did. Because they would go in the truck up to the pasture, you know, and they were always doing things. Dad was always helping Granddad, and so 
I'm sure conversations. Oh, I, I mean, I got the talk. Yeah. What yeah, was the talk? I just, I don't remember. I mean, it was like, <laughs> uh, be nice if you'll end up in the landfill down here or something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> no, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because when Henry and I decided to get married, we didn't have a proposal either. And I didn't realize that was how you guys also decided to get married. Yeah. I mean, back then, I very seldom, I don't ever remember people really talking about the big proposal like they do now. It was more of a, just a conversation. I mean, occasionally, I'm sure people, like the ring thing might have popped open, you know, at a restaurant or something like that. But other than that, I think there was no big production. Well, what was the ring situation? Did you guys get one together? Actually. Yeah. Yes. Well, did you go ring shopping or, Mom, did you know what you wanted? There was a friend of Dad's who had a jewelry store here at the time. And I think Dad was out of town. I'm not specific on all this. but And so his mother, Mama, you know her as, volunteered to go with me over and pick something out. So she and I went. So it was kind of fun, kind of different. So we picked out the ring set, and the the guy that was the jeweler, his most of his stuff was very unique. You know, he did his own design, so it wasn't like something you were going to see everywhere else. But anyway, so yeah, so Mamma and I went and picked something out, and then he sized it and, you know, did all that. I didn't have much to do with the preparations for the wedding, I think. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Dad said, whatever you want to do. Your aunt, Rada, probably had a lot to do with that. And, oh, yeah. You know, Mamma probably sort of did my And mother. Sort of uh, showed up. So it was all the women in the family. I, be- I believe it was. Yeah. I have a sort of selective memory, but I don't remember <clears throat> a, a lot of things that I did. Well, and, you know, mother, grandmother and granddad, my parents, had a flower shop in Dallas before I was born. And so... Mother was really good at flowers, so she was helpful on on all that part. How much was the budget for the wedding? Yes. Well, Granddad gave me $1,000, and that was for my dress, cake, everything. So, Grandmother and I went to Fort Worth, Dallas, and shopped, and my wedding dress was about... 600 or a little under $600, the wedding dress and veil and, you know, all that. So that took a big chunk of the budget. So I had to get real creative for the rest of it. You had $400 left for everything else. It wouldn't mean much or nothing. But we had the wedding at church, so the church I went to as a kid. Right. Then there was no alcohol because neither side of the family reported that they had ever drank alcohol. (laughs) That was the report. So we didn't have to buy alcohol. It was punch. Nobody punch. drank yeah. at your wedding? No. No, no, no. We no. had punch. Both yeah, punch isn't family. alcohol. But no oh, alcohol. They would have they would have blown a gasket if we'd had alcohol there. He, both sides of the family. Well, plus it was at the Methodist church and you just you might drink away from the Methodist church, but you don't drink in the Methodist church. So that explains why you didn't want them to know about the bar. So we didn't have oh, to do exactly, anything. Oh, exactly, yeah. 
It would have been bad if we'd have told them what really happened. Did they know that you guys drank? No, no, no. 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 Oh, my God. Well, I mean, later on in life, I was with grandmother and granddad, and I've even known grandmother to have a glass of wine. And dad, I know, I think maybe had a beer or something, maybe occasionally, but nothing of any, you know, major proportion. Well, I mean, think about it. How many... Times growing up, did you see a bunch of alcohol at the house? Never. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's sort of the way I was brought up. I mean, none of my side of the family drank. And yeah. Only time we had any alcohol was when grandmother's grape juice fermented that she made from the grapes on the creek. Either that or from old milk or something. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> when I got married, we had alcohol and Dad, you put your credit card down, which was so nice, at the bar yeah. down the street so everyone could drink for free. Right. What do you think Grandmommy and Granddaddy and Mama and Poppy would have thought of my wedding? Oh, they would have. Well, Mama, that would not have been good. She probably would have walked out. <laughs> Mother and Dad would have, they would have been okay. I mean, they wouldn't have been thrilled, but... I would have stayed. <sighs> Times have changed. Yeah. Well, if you're not spending money on alcohol and the venue, because it was at church, what did the yes. $400 cover? Well, actually, okay, so I had, we had three attendants each. So I went to a fabric store here and bought the fabric for the bridesmaid and maid of honor, you know, all that, for those three, and a pattern. And I sent it or gave it to the three ladies, and they had someone make the dresses. We didn't have a lot of flowers at the wedding because of cost. Luckily, I had a great friend who, here in Abilene, she had a business called the Plant Lady. And so for a wedding gift, she brought plants in. And so there was lots of plants everywhere in the reception area and then in the wedding in our area. And what do you remember most about the wedding day? I remember back up a day when we were having rehearsal and all that and the rehearsal dinner. That's pretty much a fog the whole day. But I remember waking up that morning of the wedding and feeling real calm and just like, this is good. You know, this it's going to be a good day. I'm doing the right thing. I found the guy that I love and want to spend the rest of my life with. And so it was it was very good and I was I was at peace with everything, thank goodness. And so I remember we were at the church getting dressed and someone came in and said, Hey, it's gonna we're waiting on some people, so gonna be a little bit late getting started and I went, I'm fine, I don't care. But come to find out Dad's pants to his tux, and by the way, he wore white tux. His tux was at his sister's house, Aunt Rana's, and they had sent Uncle Jimmy, the brother, to get them, but Aunt Rana and him had just moved, and so because he wasn't living here, he was lost on how to find the house. So that kind of was a big production. But I didn't know any of this till after it was over, so it was fine. I mean, 
they couldn't start the wedding without us. So, you know, it it didn't matter. Dad, how did you forget your pants? I think my brother was in charge of my pants. <laughs> That's a very basic I I, thing to remember. I think I put him in charge of all the clothing. It was not a good decision. <laughs> I knew better. Dad, what do you so, remember about the wedding? I don't really remember the ceremony that much. I remember getting in our car and it was cans dragging down the street and it was all written up and, you know, all over the windows and us driving to, we drove to Odessa and then spent the night and flew out there to uh, Las Vegas. I remember that more than anything, probably. You remember the Las Vegas honeymoon more than you remember your wedding? Oh, I remember. (laughs) That that all sort of just went so fast, I guess, the whole day did. I mean, yeah. It I did. Mean, I remember being there. I remember going up there, and I remember the cutting the cake afterwards. But it was uh, it was sort of a blur. Well, and we realized when we got in the car to leave that neither one of us had eaten anything all day except for that one bite of cake that we fed each other for the picture. <laughs> so we were hungry, and then Uncle Ron had put in a bottle of champagne in the car and iced it down and. And so well, we drank all that. We drank all of that on the way, and so we had to eat. I mean, so our first meal was at a truck stop. I mean, it was a truck stop. Yeah. <laughs> because we had to have something in our system. Because we all we had had was that bottle of champagne, basically. So our first meal as husband and wife was at a truck stop, but it was good. It was good food. So, do you remember what it was? I believe chicken fried steak. I would. That'd be my guess. Yeah, that sounds good. Good old Texas food, you know. Yeah. Did you guys have a registry? Yes. As a matter of fact, there was one. One of the showers we had was back home at grandmother and granddad's area, and so there wasn't a lot of options down in that area. But there was a small store in Meridian, and so I went there and did some selecting. And then for Abilene, I went to Dillard's because that was really about the only place at the time. Probably still is. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. But had my selections at Dillard's. That's where our pottery came from. And, and then, you know, people just gave whatever they wanted to. Do you still have anything that people gave you for the wedding? Oh, yeah. In fact, the salad bowl that we eat out of when you come home. That was a wedding gift that I yeah. use every time we have a salad. I where my salad goes in. Do you remember what it looks like? Yeah, it's the like brown wooden salad bowl. Unfortunately, the towels and stuff aren't around anymore. Yeah, those <laughs> don't last long. I think everyone should have a towel shower after you know ever so often. What do you mean, like a towels. party where they get new towels? Yeah, just <laughs> on an anniversary, just have. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I know. (laughs) I think you're onto something, Mom. Maybe we should start that. Yeah. Well, my anniversary is coming up. You guys can give us some towels. Uh, It'll be next year. But y'all, yeah. Yeah. But in the first one, paper? Yeah. And then it can be towels after that. I guess we can give you some paper towels. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. So you've had, I was your first child, your precious Mm -hmm. firstborn, and then we had the other siblings, Brady and Kelsey. (laughs) Not as exciting. 
You've been married for almost 40 years, right? Yes, 38, yeah. That's a long time to be married. Yeah, it doesn't really seem that way. What is your biggest marriage advice? You want a list or just a single thing? <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> you want a whole list? I got a list. Dad, what's your list? <laughs> what? Okay, you ready? Yeah. How many times did you see us over the years have knockdown drag out fights? Never. Okay. And I mean, I'm over at people's house a lot. I mean, I'll see the husband and wife just get into it right in front of the kids. I mean, we've never done that. We do, just don't do you fight. Agree? Nope. You never fought in front of me, but I always knew when mom was mad. Well, yeah. I but felt I mean, we it. Just, we just didn't come right out and blow each other up. We just got over it, you know? I think a lot of it has to do with uh, with kids and attending, like, sporting events together, dance events. I mean, you know that every time you were doing something, we were always there or tried to be there. We didn't miss many. No. And same thing with Brady or, or Kelsey. You'll look around and you don't see hardly any parents, but, you know, I think attending those things together helps. Nowadays, you may not see any there watching the kids. Most of the things we do, we sort of decide on them together, like her car, I let her sort of pick that, or if we're painting a room, you know, we sort of do it together. We go to Home Depot together. We build stuff there. We redo, redo the house together. We sort of decide on how to do it. And, I mean, she gets right in there and helps, too, so... Yeah, you guys are always working on projects together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mom doesn't sound as happy about it as Dad does. <laughs> well, no, it's, a, it's good. A good. Good combination. She can cook and I can fix things. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not much of a cook unless you put me outside, but I can fix. He's something. really good though at outside. Fix, fix about you. anything. That, I mean, we. You never saw us hire people to do work around the house, did you? No, because you always did it. Yeah. I mean, but a lot of that stuff we did together. So. A lot of those things are just working together and attending yeah. sporting events, I think, together. I know when Kelsey graduated and they were announcing her out on the football field and their parents, there were very few parents that had the same last name. And you were there, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it's sort of sort of strange how that is, but back, you know, 20 years ago, most of the parents had the same, uh, or their, the students' parents had the same last name. Why did they have different last names? Just because they didn't? take each other's last names or they're divorced? No, no, no. What I'm saying, most of them are divorced. Or, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't the same way 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. Course, I, you know that yeah. You, you know that we've had two sort of medical emergencies in our life, too, that, that sort of kept us together. I mean, we've had to stay together during that, too. Which ones? Well, Brady having brain oh, surgery and then yeah. Kelsey found out she was a diabetic from juvenile diabetes, so. Yeah, you were the you healthy guys, one. I know. I was the angel. <laughs> I gave you no problems. <laughs> no, but that's what I remember. I mean, every time I had a life event or anything, you guys were always there together. And I remember when Brady had brain surgery, the two of you were in that hospital together the whole time for like a week. And I think we missed with, something of yours during that. I forgot what it was. but I had finals, but that was it. And yeah, then when Kelsey got diagnosed with diabetes, she was rushed to the hospital in Dallas, and you guys were there for over a week in the hospital with her. Well, and Dad was in, in Phoenix. Yeah, he was in Phoenix when that happened, but he flew in. Yeah. We were there, but he flew in within a couple hours after we got to cook. 
Yeah, you guys really do always do everything together. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's supposed to be the whole reason we, for a wedding, for marriage. We do everything together, but neither one of us worries about what the other one. I mean, she goes to her little wine drinking group, you know, <laughs> however often that is. And, you know, I'm gone a lot, so, but, I mean, you, we still do things by ourselves, but, you know. Uh, yeah, you got to have some. You're not doing everything, but you got to have a mix. Mom, what's your marriage advice? I think the main thing, too, is you've, you've got to be friends with your spouse. It's, it's not all about the physical relationship. I mean, that's important, but you've, you've, because of over the years, you're, you change. I mean, you know, you, and, and hopefully always for the better, but I feel like you, if you don't, and, and we laugh a lot. I mean, you know, Dad, he's a jokester, and so he's always keeping me on my toes on things that I never know when I walk in the door. You know, there might be something that's going to scare me or whatever. Ugh, <laughs> he does it all the time. I know. It's awful. <laughs> and he's always been that way. I mean, back when we were dating, he would, when he came into Abilene when he was in Florida a lot, and he'd come in, he was always bringing stuff, or he'd do card tricks, or, I mean, there was always, yeah. There's always something going on in his mind. He's probably trying to think of something right now. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I have something waiting at the house. Yeah. Oh, good. God. Anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, that and, and just sharing life together. I mean, you, you have to. I mean, what, what's the purpose of getting married if you're not doing that? Being able to, to share children together. I mean, that's, that's important. And, I mean, of course, that's not for everyone. I know you're trying to get grandchildren out of this. <laughs> but I think, you know, it, it's, it is part of it. It's just learning how to, I know at one time, grandmother had somebody, one of her friends, back when, even before you were born, dad was playing a lot of golf just locally. And, you know, we'd pretty head, head out on a Friday afternoon somewhere in the state. He'd play in a golf tournament. We'd come back on Sunday night and go to work that week. And I know mother was, somebody had told her something like, I don't know how Max stands golf all the time and everything. And I'm, I'm with him. I mean, you know, I was there. I always went with him. I mean, it was just what I did. And I never even thought about not going. And then, of course, when, when you came along, I didn't go maybe quite as much. And then, you know, as each child progressed along the way, we, dad doesn't play golf hardly at each anymore but you know I just feel like it's it's a lot of it's just learning how to what's important in life you know there's things that I do I'm sure I doubt if there's hardly anything that dad gets irritated with yeah we have we have people that break in our house every night and they hide stuff (laughs) I think I think they're coming in windows or something they come in and get my stuff and they hide it somewhere but I, I need a video recorder in the house. I don't know who's coming in. Somebody. Mom loses everything. Like Do every, what? you lose everything, Mom. You put it somewhere else. You're cleaning, and I you know. put it somewhere, and then we don't know where it is, and we all have to hunt for it. I know. But See, sometimes the- we don't have to buy Christmas presents because we found some that she bought four years ago. Remember how I always used to find Christmas presents after Christmas and pull them out and go, oh. You're with. This was yours. It was great. Christmas lasted for months. <laughs> you just gave me an NSYNC CD that you had bought for me in like 1999. 
Yep. We just found it. Yep. That's right. But wasn't it fun to get it? It was. <laughs> oh, oh, another thing. We don't we don't argue about politics either. Ugh. No, we're not well, going to talk about she, politics. If, if she's thinking something, I'm usually thinking the exact same thing. And then, you know, we've both been in sales business for a while. And, you know, we, we think exactly the same in that, too. So it's sort of funny how that's sort of evolved over the years. All right. Thanks for talking to me today. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Love Bye. you. Love Bye-bye. you. Listeners, we'll be back with new episodes in June. We're taking this next week off. I'm personally going to be celebrating my one-year wedding anniversary. And I want to challenge you to call your own parents and ask them about their love story. Ask them about where they met, what their engagement was like, and what they remember most from their wedding day. Their answers might surprise you. XOXO is a podcast produced by The Knot, the nation's leading wedding planning app, offering a seamless, all-in-one planning experience. From finding inspiration in local vendors to creating your registry and managing all your guest experiences like digital RSVPs and photo sharing. The Knot was founded on the mission of helping every couple plan their wedding, regardless of their style, budget, location, culture, or who they choose to marry. For more than 20 years, The Knot has helped empower 25 million couples and counting to plan their perfect celebration. If you're planning a wedding, be sure to download the Knot Wedding Planner app, available for all mobile devices. And now, a word from our listeners. Hi, this is Claire Flores from Santa Barbara, California. We are so excited to share our marriage advice with the Knots podcast. My first marriage advice tip is to get a joint email account. I felt that was so important during the uh, wedding planning process just to have an email account that we could both communicate with vendors and just different people and just keep track and be able to see what's coming in email-wise that was important to our life together. Alejandra from Portland tells us she's been married four years and her best marriage advice is to be your partner's biggest cheerleader. You should support their dreams, whether that's a new recipe they want to try or a total career change. With the big stuff, you of course need good communication to make sure you're on the same page, but no matter what, you should be your partner's biggest supporter, not their biggest critic. Thanks for tuning in to XOXO by The Knot. If you have a comment about our show, tips for making your own traditions, or marriage advice you want to share on air, email us at xoxoatthenot.com. Or you can connect with us on social. I'm over there. Search our handle at The Knot and on the web at thenot.com. Thanks to our producer, Lauren Nolan, with assistance from Emily Berman. This podcast was recorded in New York City at the Hangar Studios. We'll be back in June. Thanks.